Okay, quiet on the set, everybody. Stand by. Roll camera. Speed. Roll sound. Speed. Market. And cue talent. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Art Aldridge, and this week in production, Dirty Laundry. This week in production is produced by Art Aldrich. The thoughts and opinions expressed here are undoubtedly his own. You can reach Art at thisweekinproduction at gmail.com. This is Don McGee. To book me for voiceovers, please call 908-451-6760. Thanks. Oh, I did a rod. You've given me so many highs and lows and now we're at a fork in the road. The problem for me is that I have not been paid for last year's race. The 2023 race that ended in March, I have not been paid for. It's been six months. That's atypical for Iditarod. Normally I'm paid within 90 days. You know, 60 days is kind of standard with most companies now 90 days okay you know you'll make an exception but when i spoke with the uh, ceo he said we'd like to pay you we don't have the money we're not sure when we're going to have the money and that left me in a position of uncertainty i don't believe they're trying to stick it to me intentionally but i do have some concerns one is that They have paid some people on the production crew. I mean, I get it. People who didn't have such a big uh, invoice, so to speak. But still, they made decisions on who they could pay, who they had to pay, and, and who could wait. And I don't like being in that category of, oh, you know, art can wait to get paid. Doesn't make me feel valued. So here I am at this fork in the road. And I have to start preparing for the 24 race if I'm going to be involved. And and I'm okay not being involved. I could walk away and feel like I've, you know, left the live streaming in a pretty good place. But if they want me involved, and if we can resolve our issues, this is really the time I need to start planning planning for the next year's race. I have equipment that needs to be fixed. I have processes and graphics and things that need to be put into motion that really, you know, can't wait too much longer. The uncertainty part is frustrating. I did go to them with a proposal for payments. I would like to see them pay me for the past balance and then prepay me for the 24 work uh, on installments that would wrap up in March. My friends who do the website have a similar arrangement where they get paid in installments for the work before the race starts. They're paid up, but before the race starts, they're paid in full for their development work. I've never had the need. I've never felt like I've needed to have that The part that is frustrating, aside from, you know, just not feeling valued, 
is that I understand the business and economic reasons behind it. I, I'm involved in many aspects of the race besides, you know, live streaming. I understand the numbers and, and the in and the outflow of, of monies. And I get it. Like I can, I can sympathize to some degree. They've had their share of hardships with uh, COVID, with the cost of operations, with the loss of sponsors. I understand all of that. I just don't want to be the one at the end of the day holding the bag because they couldn't pull it together. If they can't pull it together, then the race probably shouldn't happen. If they can't pay their suppliers, then the race shouldn't happen. I, I'm not doing this for charity. I, I may not need the money desperately, like I'm not going to eat if I don't get paid, but I need to be paid and I need to be paid in a timely manner. It's just business. So I had this conversation a couple of days ago with Tom Chartrand, and here's an excerpt of that conversation. So Tom, you and I work on this job every year. For me, it's been uh, 16 or so years. How many has it been for you? Uh, you indoctrinated me about 10 years ago. <laughs> All right. Going on 11. The job, the job that you've heard me talk about many, many times on this podcast is the Iditarod. And it's coming close to Iditarod season. Certainly the pre-production is starting to ramp up. The situation that I'm in right now is interesting yeah. because I have not been paid for last year's race. The 2023 race. The 2023 race. Which wraps up in mid-March. Mid-March. Right. Have, they have not paid me yet. And that's unusual. Usually it takes three sometimes four months. Usually by July, I've been paid for the work that I've done. And, and um, that's fine. Usually, like I, I'm not dying without the income. It's a, but, it's a pain point you've grown accustomed to. But I understand and I understand their challenges. But this year, it's now October, you know, 15 or so. And I haven't been paid yet. And I'm a little, I'm not concerned. Concerned is not the right word. It's seven months now. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry because the Iditarod has made a decision to not pay me intentionally because they don't have the money, but they have paid others. Like they're paying other people right right they they haven't paid me they haven't paid a few other people but it's a choice that they made they said hey we don't have to pay art because i don't know why they think they don't have to pay me but <laughs> they've made a conscious decision to say hey we're not paying you yet and hopefully it's not that we're not going to pay you at all but and I, I believe that I will get paid. It's just, it's it's made me angry that they feel like I don't need to be paid. 
or you're so close to the family that you can suffer along with others. Yeah, yeah. I again, I don't, I don't know their reasoning. I mean, I know why they say they haven't paid me. They say they haven't paid me because they are having uh, accounts receivable issues, and and I know, I believe me, I know all of the inside, you know, scoop, and they've lost sponsors, and you know, uh, renewals on sponsorships are slow to come in, and all these things. But again, they're paying some things they're not paying others and i don't like to be in the category of something that doesn't have to be paid absolutely i approached the uh, ceo and maybe what used to be the coo with an email saying listen um you know i'm at the point now where i need to make some decisions about my calendar for march of 24 what job or jobs I may be taking, and if I'm, you know, not doing Iditarod, then I'm going to fill up that block of time. And if you want me to consider Iditarod for 2024, then I need to be paid. And in fact, I want prepayment for the 24 race. My um, my friends who are the uh, the web developers have a sweet little arrangement, which they were very smart to do many years ago. Certainly. Where they're on a payment plan and their development work is all paid before the race starts. And there's a lot that goes into preparing for the race and it it should not be something that happens later. Right. Well, they they have a, you know, in their agreement, and it's very smart of them, and it it makes sense, but it's just I've never needed to have it with the Iditarod. But they're... Basically, they start development when they get the first payment, and it's it's built over six months, and then they finish development uh, right when the race is about to start and the final payments are, are made. They're done with the development work, and they've been paid in full. So I, uh, I said to the CEO, I said, I'm willing to take payments – for the past balance and for the future balance, but you have to say yes and you have to let me know very soon before I, you know, fill Make up other that commitments. time. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a big block of time and there's certainly other stuff that I could do. And right. I'm not trying to to be like, hey, you know, screw you guys. It's, you know, my way or the highway, but you know, it's it's a tricky situation. Right. I mean, you have to consider the time that has lapsed and then that thoughtful consideration to let it lapse on their side. So that's it's big. Yeah. And and it's not it's not that I don't need the money. I mean, I need the money, but I'm not going to starve if I don't get paid right away. But there are a fair amount of out of pocket expenses in addition to my time that are factored into this thing, things like airfare, sure. meals, equipment. I mean, there's a ton of equipment that I am constantly repairing, upgrading, or investing in that is transparent to them, but is part of my operating expenses. Absolutely. And, and I just, you know, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm being taken advantage of, but that's where I'm left feeling. Every year for the last couple, it seems to have 
gotten a little more difficult and, and knowing the situation and, you know, the sponsorship situation, it's been, it's been tough. Um, and under normal circumstances, and, and maybe you've experienced this, you know, in your own business dealings, like if you have a client that hadn't paid you in six months, you probably wouldn't take new work from them. No, absolutely not. And it would it would be with that same philosophy of cover your bases and now we have to go on a prepayment. Um, I make it right. a point to take deposits on every new client that I work with. And as we develop a relationship, you know, that adjusts as as the relationship goes on. Right. But let, let's put you in this situation. Let's say one of your clients who you've established a relationship with, mm. who's paid you in the past, maybe not, you know, net 30, but certainly not more than net 90. Right. Um, let's say they didn't pay you for a job and they said, well, it's coming, Tom, but uh, we don't have it yet. You know, what would you do? I would be on hold until uh, until payment came. I would um, I would I believe hold my ground uh, as far as that goes. It's it's not good business. And you it's know, not it's not good business. It's not good. It, it's and it's tricky. It's not tricky. Tricky is not the right word. It's kind of a respect thing. I've got a little birdie on my shoulder here on Cape Cod that always whispers in my ear to remind me that, you know, the plumbers don't float people for that long and the service people and the contractors don't float everybody. They get paid, they get deposits, and some of them get paid before the job is done. And that's typical business and typical respect. That That is, that is. And, and I guess the dilemma that I go back and forth on is yes I've got this history where I've architected a lot of the pieces of the workflow I understand if I wasn't involved it would be challenging for them to absolutely replace me I would certainly do whatever I could do to assist them should they want to go in that direction I'm not like hey man you're gonna leave you high and dry but I understand like it's a little more involved than, oh, just like, you know, pay me or else. Right. And so that's the part where I keep going back and forth. But I'm at the point now where if I don't get paid, I am not going to continue to work on the 24 race. Well, at some the, point, the other side has to step up and say, we will work with you, you know, and it's business. It's not family. We love each other. Paid. Right. You know. It is. It is. It is definitely business and it is nothing personal. But right. so so there's two ways that I think this scenario works out for for me. One is that they pay me for the 23 race. And the other is that they're just going to drag it out and, and it'll, you know, go away. But let's. Let me ask you this opinion, your opinion yeah. on this scenario. So let's say they pay me for last year, but they don't have the money to prepay me for 24. I think I would look for a step of good faith and say, thank you for covering that. I need something towards this year. And something that would at least, at least cover expenses getting there you know, maybe it's 50, maybe it's three payments of, of 
with a small, you know, balloon at the end. But I think something is due because we don't know what situation things are in. We don't know the, I mean, I, I don't know what you know, but I don't know what the sponsorship situation is for this year. I don't up. know What's what it? I know. I don't exactly. Who knows what we've been told? Who knows what to believe? <laughs> There's no AI that can give us that information. Um, but I, I believe there needs to be a little bit of good faith because you've been, you know, told along the way that things would be addressed and it seems like things haven't been addressed to a certain extent. No, they, they haven't all been addressed. And, and there's a lot of turmoil. And sometimes I feel that change, I've been feeling this way for a while, that change mm-hmm. is needed to, you know, really alter course. Yeah. And you can't always change course with the same process and the same people and the same you know systems right and and maybe you know maybe it's time that the quote-unquote fresh blood comes in and there's you know a big change maybe for the better maybe for the worse who knows but you're not going to make big changes without uh, changing changing something. And what and yeah. what is the marketing process behind delivering visibility to Iditarod? And maybe that hasn't been looked at yet. It's been looked at. It's you know there's 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 not enough time or you know it's not really the scope of this podcast to get into all of that. Mm-hmm. There's been many, many things discussed many, many, many times. Yeah. Usually, usually the net outcome is that the lack of money to uh, create marketing plans hinders sales. Right. It's hard to sell yourself if you don't have a budget to do some promotion. Absolutely. No one, no one hears it in a vacuum. So that's where I stand right now in the middle of October, looking forward. You know, it's only what October, November, December, January, February, March. It's it's less than six months right. until the start of I did it right. I'm actually just going through my notes from last year, all the things that have to be looked at, fixed. Right. Uh, I had a fiber cable cut in half oh, that has right. to get replaced. I had a PTZ camera that's um, that's non-functional that has to be replaced. So there's, you know, there's capital monies to be spent right. to get the gear back to Alaska this year, and I have to start. It's my time to either poop or get off the pot. Right. I mean, the the pooping time doesn't usually really start ramping up until December. So you've got some things that uh, that that you need to have answered to see if it is all worth the while. Yes. So I guess we'll have to uh, TBD. You'll be the first to know. So where does that leave me? Where does that leave Iditarod? Everything is in limbo right now. I've been told since the recording that a check has been sent for the past due balance. Haven't received it, it's been over a week, but sometimes it takes time for the mail to get from Alaska to New York. 
So we'll see what happens with that. Getting paid for last year is a good first step. I'm okay stepping away. I've documented the steps, the processes, the things that I do to make the race happen. That cookbook is available for them should they decide to go in a different direction. I know it would be hard. I know people would be upset, but you know, it's just business. I'm not looking to stick it to anybody, you know, just for the sake of getting paid. But if they can make some assurances that I will be paid in a timely manner, I will probably be on board for next year. Yes, it would be easy just to walk away and be done with it. I, I felt for some time that the level of innovation, which has always been the draw for me, has slowed down due to financial challenges. Maybe it's time for some fresh blood to come in and take a different approach. I think it's hard to change when you have the same people doing the same processes. So maybe that time is now. I, I don't know, but we'll have to see. So that's a wrap on this week in production. I'm your host, Art Aldridge. Thanks for listening.